like you've taught us to be nice to everyone. Yeah, that's, and you're being a this you're is being me. a bitch. You're being a bitch. You're being a bitch. Welcome back to Petty Crimes, the only true crime comedy podcast that exclusively investigates Griff's personal problems. <laughs> This will be a three-hour episode. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kira, how how is everything over there on that side of the country? <laughs> Life is good, and I miss you. I miss you too. Although, Kira, I saw you very recently. I forgot to tell you, I saw you on a dating app. <laughs> one of my one, a photographer that I've shot with is on a dating app, and you are a featured person in a friend of yours' dating profile. Which friend? A good friend of ours. Aaron Farrington, Aaron Farrington, and so the you saw Aaron was, Farrington on a dating app. Wait, wait, no, back up, back up. The photographer I've shot with was swiping and saw Aaron's profile, and you're featured on it. Oh hell yeah! And he sent the screenshot to me and was like, "Isn't this your co-host?" And I was like, "Yeah." And trust me, I was just as confused at first when I saw the photo. I was like, "What the hell's going on?" <laughs> but no, you were just you. You were in a lovely photo with our girl Aaron, and uh, I spoke highly of her to. The photographer, and I saw you recently. That was a few days ago. Cute. Love it. Have you seen me online? More than I would like. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) I'm just trying. I'm kidding. kidding. I have this idea for a character. It's this like, they smoke a pencil, Mm. and um, they're always talking to their boyfriend about things that they can... Yeah, I don't know. It's We'll see how it goes, but Mm. it's an original. (laughs) (laughs) Griff, are you ready for Anything today's else? crime? Nothing else. <laughs> no, other I'm place. ready. Okay. Our um, our lovely producer Ben saw this come through and suggested that we do it, and I haven't seen any. I haven't seen it at all, which is how we like to keep it. And you're giving it to me. Mm-hmm. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. <clears throat> <clears throat> this story happened when I was a preteen. <laughs> oh God. The time or location is not relevant. (laughs) It occurred towards the end of a family gathering at grandma's house. So I guess the location is grandma's house. But the geographic location is not relevant. Got it. Grandma's house. Oh, my God. Grandma's houses are so specific, too. So I'm, I'm, I'm in my grandma's house mentally right now. Yep. Great. This, I believe, was Thanksgiving or the 4th of July. Could have been either holiday. What? <laughs> oh, God. Easily confusable. It was 10-ish years ago. Cool. So, <laughs> yep, cool. <laughs> A decade. I'm, I'm obsessed with this emo. You're going to love it. Okay. Okay. The meal was served. We happily ate. Could have been Thanksgiving food. Could have been Fourth of July food. It doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> For context, we have myself, my siblings, my uncle, his daughter from his previous marriage, his... (gasps) Scandalous. I'm kidding. (laughs) That's the crime. (laughs) Children from previous marriages. Yeah, divorces. (laughs) My uncle's current wife, her son, and grandma, all at grandma's house. So just to repeat that, our submitter and their siblings, then uncle, daughter from previous marriage aunt like uncle's second wife mm-hmm. her daughter and then grandma we clear oh on gosh. that okay. yep kind of uh yes family comes in all shapes and sizes uncle aunt aunt's daughter uncle's son from previous marriage 
Okay, yep, got it. Cool. So step siblings with the uncle and aunt. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I think. Yep, okay. After we were all full, my parents left for some reason. <laughs> Target, Black Friday shopping, uh, buying a bunch of fireworks. <laughs> Not sure. Yeah, right. <laughs> Literally any option. An excuse to be child-free for an hour. You get the idea, Griff. Come on. I do. I have children. <laughs> my grandma and my uncle's current wife do not get along. My grandma and my uncle's current wife. Got it. It is very passive-aggressive. <laughs> grandma has made it clear on several occasions that she would love my uncle to be with his first wife. Oh, my gosh. I was just watching this play out on The Real Housewives of Atlanta with Candy. I'm binging it all. So, um, yeah. What's the dynamic on that one? Her mom... So, so she is separated from her husband. And she's now dating and engaged to a new guy. I forget what his name is. And her mom is just very vocally in disapproval of that. And the episode I literally just watched was her being like, just see the other side of things. Like, you've raised a good daughter and... He is a good person. I wouldn't be with him if I wasn't or if he wasn't. And Jesus, it's a lot for you to say that. Like, it's just kind of just a lot, you know? Totally. Totally. But this is occurring more passive aggressively, correct? You will find out. <laughs> okay. Now, my uncle's first marriage was very complicated. Long story short, but both sides were equally at fault and a child in the middle, the aforementioned son, in that mess wasn't easy. My uncle has become so much happier in his new marriage, but my grandma refuses to see it. Interesting. Now, as a reminder, my parents have gone. Black Friday fireworks. <laughs> Leaving three adults left. Grandma, mm -hmm. my uncle, and his current wife. Yes. Now, me and my siblings, we want dessert. <laughs> we all decided to dig in. We laid all the desserts out on the table as the crime is being laid out on the table. Oh, I see what you did there. I just read oh, the wait. email. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You didn't write this. Never mind. <laughs> oh my gosh, she's writing that work. Okay. I uh, Yeah, okay. <clears throat> yeah, you said it was well-written. I'm just, I always, I'm touched when they're just very nice. I know, it's fun. Yeah. As many grandmas do, they have mismatched leftover plates from the <laughs> previous holiday. <laughs> what previous holiday that is we are not sure <laughs> think fourth of july plates at christmas santa plates at easter this time was different along with these normal mismatched holiday plates grandma brought out in quotes the napkins the napkins mm -hmm. okay that's maybe like the nice embroidered napkins mm -hmm. you know the uh, ones i know the ones <laughs> the ones you're not supposed to wipe your mouth with but yes. for some reason they're napkins yes the ones <laughs> that you cannot do napkin-y things with <laughs> yeah also it, it is now time to mention that the title of this episode is grandma's napkins which is the subject heading of the email we received and is one of the only times in petty crimes history we use the exact email subject as the title because grandma's napkins is just so yeah. funny yep she came correct with that title so we're <laughs> gonna use that <laughs> now these were no holiday napkins but the same napkins used at my uncle's first wedding oh my God. Grandma had saved them for 25 years, but at this exact moment, she thought it was the time to pull them out. They had my uncle's first name 
his ex-wife's name and their wedding details embroidered upon them. Whoa. Passive capital P. <laughs> I'm like, is it even passive or is it just aggressive? <laughs> yeah, I was literally going to say that. It's crossed into the aggressive territory. That's iconic. Mm -hmm. That's iconic. Yeah. I kind of live for it. <laughs> Needing to know more, I opened her mismatched leftover holiday supplies cabinet and found more than enough other themed napkins for everyone. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yeah. No one said anything that day. I think nobody wanted to start a major fight in front of us kids. And that was probably for the best. But it wasn't forgotten. <laughs> Over the past 10 years, I've confirmed this story with other family members. And each and every one of us remembers. <laughs> now, fast forward 10 years later. My uncle is still happily married to his wife but her presence at big family events is now limited. Um. Sometimes she comes, sometimes she doesn't. We don't hear from her too much. And I honestly don't blame her. We all know why. Damn. And yeah, so, and we've like fast forwarded a decade, right? So that's this uh, napkin, grandma's napkins happened. <sighs> yeah, but sometimes... That's the is that the end of the story? It's the end of the story. That's the end of the story. Okay. Cause sometimes like all it takes is that kind of like malicious intention. It's not that malicious, right? But it's like you're saying something to this person who I assume is trying to their best to like integrate into your family. Mm -hmm. Which is already hard enough. Like my family is very complicated and you know, we do our best to just like keep up with the constant changes relationship wise and dynamic wise. So, but I don't think my mom or my dad would ever actively <laughs> like do something that kind of, I don't know, like intentional in saying that. It's mm -hmm. just really rude. I mean, I, th I think it's iconic, but it's, it's rude. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just rude. Yeah. And it's tough too, because it's like, sometimes with families, it's like, they just get attached to a certain idea of something. And mm -hmm. it's just because it was the first idea. It's not because it's the best idea. Yeah. And and I think we've talked about this too. Oh, yeah. Our, uh, we keep referencing this, but it was such a good episode. Our letters from Lulu. Mm -hmm. our, 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 I guess our uh, inaugural grandma episode, which we talked about kind of the differences of how generations see certain things really mm -hmm. across the spectrum, but especially with marriages and relationships. And so my, my first thought is like, was the divorce just kind of unacceptable to her? Cause I know plenty of older people that just, you know, you commit to something, be it a job, you don't leave your job, you commit to a person, you don't leave that person mm -hmm. because that's just how they were raised. That that was the, those were the morals of kind of what they were brought up on as kids, like way, way in the past. Totally. So I'm curious, kind of, I guess my first question would be like, what did grandma love so much about uncle's first wife that is making her act this way in front of a seemingly healthier relationship? I yeah. maybe am gathering. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's just like, again, changing the opinions and perspectives of people, let alone people two generations above you is just difficult. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's, I mean, needless to say, grandma's got to let it go. She's got to let it go. And that's, that's yes. But like, it's also like, does she have to let it go? 
it's because uh, we talked about that too on the last episode, which was <sighs> how much convincing do you need to do with this person who are they are they even able to change at their age and like with their foundation so solid? I don't know. I just feel like opinions are like kind of very immovable for some people of that age. Um, yeah, and, and like, I'll say that as a black queer man, like it's it's not easy to get people to change their perspective when they've been living, we'll say, eighty years with a certain foundation. Mm-hmm. It just like strategically just doesn't make sense. Yeah, know. and and also like, is it is it worth it to you to burn the calories mm-hmm. you're going to need to to try to get this person? to embrace your wife or do you just want to let it roll like water off a duck's back totally i would uh again we we definitely have to do a crime soon where it's we have both sides of the crime because i would love to hear uncle's wife's perspective on that and like what went behind her deciding to scale back her presence at family events which is exactly what you just said it's like if she goes out of her way enough to lay out these embroidered napkins in my presence then I think I'm in my own right to pick and choose how much I want to be in front of that. Hell yeah. Yeah. So also like, I like, I think we are going to have a crime soon. That's like both sides of the story on our Patreon, which we're excited about. I want just, I want to have a crime because we've had a couple grandma submissions. (laughs) I would love a crime submitted from a grandmother about grandchildren. Ooh, that would be fun. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Absolutely. Like we can we can just see through their eyes for an episode and yeah. um Oh, absolutely. Cuz like and what I will say with everything I just said, it's my perspective is that of a 30-year-old millennial cook and queer black male. And so it's just it'd be it'd be really interesting to see the perspective from someone I don't know, that has more time behind them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, are you ready for to tick through or do you have any questions? I just really wish I knew what holiday they were uh, <laughs> celebrating. <laughs> We've already covered this. It is the 4th of July yeah. Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was a very thankful 4th of July. <laughs> no, I don't. Let's get into the let's get into the verdicts. Okay. Is our submitter a uh, 22-year-old, 12-year-old at the time? Is are oh my she God, I forgot about that. Are she and her siblings guilty for not saying anything? At 12 years old, Ugh. It's funny that they were mature enough to pick up on that passive aggressiveness and be like, oh shit, grandma just like flopped it out like mm-hmm. for everyone to see. And if any if oh, part of me is like, oh, at that age, you can kind of still get away with saying something kind of like that the adults are scared to say. I thought and so it's like, too. Oh, kids say the darndest things, but also like kids are very observational to to like a detriment sometimes. But no, I would I'm gonna rule them innocent for not like speaking up on an adult issue as a 12 year old. <laughs> yeah. 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 But it would have been really cool if they were like, grandma, like you've taught us to be nice to everyone. Yeah. That's, and you're being a, this you're is being me. a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Yeah. Would have been epic. Um, epic. Okay. Didn't happen. Is the uncle guilty for not saying anything either on that day or at a later date? I'm shaking my head. It's like almost falling off. Yes. And we have talked about this too. Where it's like, again, it's hard in the moment sometimes, but like, uh, you've, you've got to find the courage to like defend the people you love. And if, if the whole room, if, if grandma's action 
is being picked up by the entire room to the extent where everyone remembers it decades later, Mm -hmm. then in the moment, it probably was really upsetting to uncle's wife Mm. and just really uncomfortable. And again, I don't think at first it's like a dramatic scream at grandma in front of everyone, but for sure, like a pull aside or even just go around and collect the napkins and put out like the, you know, American flag, Turkey napkins you have, like you got to do something in the moment, I think. And again, if like someone brought something out that offended you, Kira, and we were at dinner, I'd, I'd think that I'd, I don't know, have some words to say about it, or at least try to make, just to remove it from your presence, like be a good fucking person. I don't know. So yeah, I find, I find uncle guilty for not, I don't know, doing something in the moment. What totally. do you think? Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. If not in the moment, then at a, another quiet time. Totally. And I wish like, you know, it's a bummer that grandma after maybe a later conversation wasn't encouraged to reach out to, I hate calling her uncle's wife, but like don't have a name and to apologize. Cause like 10 years later and you have to pick and choose when to be at a family event. Like, I don't know. Yeah. doesn't seem very familial to me. And that brings us to our final question. Actually, no, sorry. Second to last question. Okay. Is the aunt guilty for minimizing her involvement at these big family events? Hmm. Hmm. My gut says no. My gut says, like, (laughs) maybe over time, it'll, grandma will come around, right? And that's what I mean by, like, is it worth with this age demographic? And I, I hope it's not ageist in saying this. Is it worth certain efforts to get them to change? Because the reality is, their time with us isn't that much longer. And so part of me is like, she'll come around over time, but it's also like, how much time is there? And so on her end, the uncle's wife, like, I guess the best you can expect is for her to kind of lash out like this again, in which case I think it's okay for you to protect yourself from that. Totally. And like, I think my feeling on it is people can be flexible or inflexible at any age. But I think the aunt is right to be like, I don't like being there. <laughs> so yeah. I'm, not, I'm not going. And I gather that from what uh, how our submitter wrote, she's picking and choosing which ones to go. She hasn't mm-hmm, gone cold mm-hmm. turkey, pun intended, on the events in general, to which maybe I would have said guilty and, you know, kind of think about the grand scheme of things. But, you know, she's she's picking which ones. Yeah, totally. <laughs> which is not Thanksgiving 4th of July anymore. And now our final question grandma herself is she guilty for pulling out the napkins (laughs) oh jesus it's so passive aggressive it's crazy (laughs) yeah she's guilty like and i like that the uh was it the it wasn't the submitter it was someone had gone to her credenza and looked to see if there were other napkin the options. The submitter, the submitter oh, that t- at 12 years old went to the credenza. No wonder this email came so well written and thought thought out because at 12 years old even <laughs> she was she was she was doing the damn thing. Yeah. Yeah, grandma's guilty. That's so petty and passive and just like disrespectful. But again, it seems not common, but like I I've, I've heard of stories like this where it's like I just the stubbornness to let someone else in because you're still caught up on something in the past, whatever that is, uh, is, is really, really strong. And it convinces you to just act in ways that kind of force you to show your opinion 
even when no one else is ask, asking for it. So it's it's okay to have opinions. I want everyone to be heard, but like grandma was kind of a bitch with this. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> That's all she wrote. That's all she wrote. That's so fascinating. <laughs> I'm going to text my grandma. This has inspired me. <laughs> Ooh, till next time. Stay petty. <laughs> Here and I are very excited because for this episode, we have a sponsor. Woohoo! Shout out and thank you to Cozy Earth for teaming with us. Thank you, Cozy Earth. Absolutely. Uh, this is one of Oprah's favorite things, by the way. They're, they're betting. Their I materials. knew you were going to lead with that. Mm-hmm. You love Oprah. Love Oprah. I mean, she knows what she's talking about. Uh, all of these products are made from responsibly sourced bamboo. Mm. Very nice. And come with a 10-year warranty in case something for some reason. It's sheets. It's not, Did we say good. that? That it's sheets? Sheets, sheets, loungewear. It's bedding, loungewear. It's everything you need to be cozy in your space. It's really nice stuff. Really nice. They sent us bedding and we are both using the sheets. Every night, in fact. Yep, it's helping me to sleep very well, temperature regulating, and just very, very soft to the touch. Yeah, really, really nice bedding. Thanks, Mm. Cozy Earth. Cozy Earth has provided an exclusive offer for our listeners today. 35% off site-wide when you use the code PETTY35. That's PETTY35. Thanks, Cozy Earth. Thank you. All right, it's time for Criminal or Minimal. And today we have a very special guest, Maddie. Welcome. I could introduce you to the followers, but I wouldn't mind letting you do it in your own words. Who are you, Maddie? (laughs) I'm Maddie Kelly. I'm a writer and stand-up comedian. I just moved to LA. That's pretty exciting. (gasps) Yeah, I know. Huge. I'm from Vancouver, BC. Welcome. And I have two podcasts. One is called Let's Make a Rom-Com, where me and my two best friends and writer partners try to write an earnest rom-com. And then the other one <laughs> is an earnest sitcom, just straight 10 episodes of a podcast sitcom called Popcorn for Dinner that I wrote based on the live show I used to do. Is that good? Very so, cool. that bad? <laughs> oh, that was perfect. <laughs> you crush it. Welcome to Los Angeles. I'm, I'm based in Los Angeles. Kira used to be, but now she's working in New York City. The Big Apple, mm-hmm. I call it. Just, oh, just you, just, just me. you. Yeah, something I came up with. <laughs> How do you like LA so far? You're probably fairly new, but what are your quick reads on it? My quick reads are that it's true. The rumors are true. People are not staying. Okay. Yeah, but um, people are not staying very late. People are people are driving. People people be driving. Yes. But dogs are in bars. Cigarettes on patios. I'm having a good time. <laughs> there are worse places to be. It's a it's a complicated little city, but it's I think it's full of magic too. Yeah. All right. Enough about enough pleasantries. Shall we get into what our fans have grown to just love about our show, which is our criminal or minimal segment? Oh yeah, just I asked me. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm asking you. <laughs> now we've we we have some trendy ones, and then we have some ones that you will be more of an expert on. Um, okay. so let's just, let's just dive into it. I'll start criminal or minimal Maddie clapping after the airplane lands. Okay. <laughs> I think minimal, but I think what is criminal okay. is putting that in your hinge profile that you don't like that. <laughs> okay. Cause that's two people put. Yes. And I, I, I saw a direct correlation. People used to, it used to be like 50% of airplanes were landing with applause. Then hinge comes along. Everyone puts that in their profile. It's done. We don't applaud anymore. I haven't seen it in years. <laughs> yeah. Do you it's, guys yeah. like it? Or do you it's, guys not like it when news. people clap? I think it's sort of cute. 
I like the celebration that we've all lived through and experienced, I suppose. <laughs> but like statistically, it's just we're going to be clapping every time the plane lands. So let's maybe move past it. I am about it. <laughs> I'm and, and I'm Irish and Irish Airlines, which some are maybe a little bit more budget. You <laughs> clap every single time it lands and for good reason. <laughs> okay, true. Kira also yeah. is very scared of flying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you need the catharsis at the end. I truly do. Yeah. <laughs> we we all we all clap, we all cry. <laughs> okay. Criminal or minimal, Maddie. Singing in the shower at the gym oh nice okay that was a good read because i was like if this is criminal lock me up okay i think i think that's uh i think that's criminal i think that's i think you know what i think that's actually one of those things which would be worse if you were a good singer if you're a good singer and you're belting out of the gym it's like get out of here Get out of here with mm-hmm. that. If you're kind of a bad singer and you're having such a terrific day that you've maybe done a little ditty to yourself, almost like you're not even hearing yourself out loud, I a hum. I would give you a hum in the in the gym. I would think, hey, this person's doing pretty good in life. But a song, <laughs> a full song, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. You get a hum. That's what you get. You get a hum, mm-hmm. and you get a whistle as you leave. You That's want. how I feel about karaoke in Los Angeles, Maddie, because there are yes. so many artists and singers here and they'll like their favorite thing to do on the weekend is to go to karaoke and for me it's like this is supposed to be fun and cheeky and like getting the entire room singing but you'll see at least one person in a group getting up there and like belting out Sondheim or their like high school recital (laughs) song just to like have their moment so I get that keep it out of the shower keep it out of the shower yeah all right this one is I think you'll you've talked about this a little bit and what you do let our listeners know, criminal or minimal, a fake laugh track in a sitcom. <laughs> well, it better be minimal because I've just done that, not just in a sitcom, but in a, in a podcast sitcom. So that's, it's very clear that it's a fake one. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I think that I would like a live studio audience. I think that when COVID happened, we realized that actually a lot of shows are way better with a live studio audience and we thought they were completely unnecessary. But yeah, the laugh track is hard on our show. Like we had to work really hard to make the laughs different from each other. It's kind of like a dark art. Like no one actually tells you how to mix a laugh track. (laughs) Did you know that most laugh tracks (laughs) in sitcoms are not to make a laugh out of a non-laugh, but they're to make laughs that are too long shorter. That's actually what they're used for because the real studio audience is actually laughing their little heads off and the audience at home doesn't want to sit through that. And the actors won't be able to like pick up where they need to. They'll have to pause for laughs, which is Yeah, and you're watching people just like like, stand there and like wait it out and like smile a little bit. (laughs) So they have to cut through it. But yeah, I always – but I will say to people who hate laugh tracks, understand. Like I, I don't listen to my show. Don't write me. But I remember on Disney Channel shows, it was really egregious, the laugh tracks Mm -hmm. they would use. That would be really, that would kill me. No art there. We'll uh, we'll pass your feedback on to Disney. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you should look them up now that you're in LA. Head to their offices. (laughs) Um, Maddie, if our listeners were going to check out your new podcast, where do they go to find it? Okay, well, it's everywhere you get your podcasts, which is a sentence I've said so many times, but your Apple podcast app, your Spotify, um, it's called popcorn for dinner. 
is they'll say the popcorn for dinner, a sitcom podcast, and it's blue. And I'm going to be perfectly honest. There's other popcorn for dinner podcasts. It's actually sort of a common turn of phrase we realized, but uh, I know I didn't, I, I didn't know that either, but yeah, it's narrated <laughs> by Ciara Bravo, who people may know. She's very funny. And it's just four friends in an apartment being wacky together. Cute. It's my ride. We love that. Can you hear the ambulance in the back or is that? Is that was that? Just are you nonsense? are you well, Maddie? Are you being your next trip is to the hospital? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I got to go. That's my ride. Do you guys do that joke? Oh, that, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, criminal or minimal, Maddie, asking to cut the line at the grocery store when you have one item and the person in front of you has a full cart. Criminal or minimal? You should not ask the other person, but the other person should offer. Mm-hmm. I would say it's. It's criminal for you to ask, but it's minimal for you to accept if it's offered. Mm -hmm. And I would say not offering is minimal. Yeah. It's, I'm not always Mm. looking around seeing, oh, who's got what, you know? Yeah, you got to look out for number one. You have to. (laughs) A grocery store line has got to be one of the most vacant social interactions to me. Not as soon as I get up to the till, to to the person, I'm on. How's your day? What I'd like paper, you know, but in the little liminal space when I've already loaded my cart and then the thing is going to move it for me, I could be anywhere. Yeah. Mentally. (laughs) I um, was just reading about a grocery store that is offering a slow and chatty checkout lane for people (laughs) that, that want to like go slow and like chat with the cashier and be like, oh, this soup is good. And like, da, 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 da. And have it be like a full interaction. And then versus like let's just get you out of here that's so funny see i would feel embarrassed about opting into the chatty one but at my local grocery store i know who's the chatty one so i can opt in (laughs) they do offer that service because i know what she looks like (laughs) you're like yeah you're like megan offers that service yeah 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 (laughs) all right this is this is a good one maybe we'll end it with this one yeah very very topical criminal or minimal maddie eating popcorn for dinner. <gasps> I mean, <gasps> I mean, not even minimal, just excellent. A good, a good thing. <laughs> I like eating pop, eating popcorn for dinner. It's, uh, it's a lot of toppings. You could do dessert and main with the same bowl of popcorn. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Since I started the, sh- the show, people send me pictures of when they're eating popcorn for dinner. And it's a lot of the time. And you can, I encourage you to do that as well. If you're listening you want to send me a picture of your popcorn for dinner? Don't put your penis beside the popcorn. <laughs> that would be Has criminal. That, that's never happened to you, correct? No, but I did get... What did I get? I got an email one time that said that... Someone said, I found your stand-up. Not funny. And I went, okay. And I typed back. I was like, thank you for your feedback. I don't know why. I'm just... I'm, I'm like that. And then they were like, oh, you're, you're so receptive. And they sent me a picture of their penis. And I was like... <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> so you've insulted my comedy and you sent me an email of your penis. What a Tuesday. That what is, a day to be alive. I yeah. mean, that is not your fault at all, Maddie, but that is why we do we do not reply. <laughs> and did I reply after that? Yeah, I did. And I said <laughs> Because I just get be in my bonnet with these boys and I just won't let them win the interaction. <laughs> yeah. That's All right. Well, on that note, <laughs> is that criminal or middle? You keep replying. C- criminal. Okay. 
I don't mind a dick pic. So minimal. Oh my God. <laughs> sure. We got to go. We got we to gotta get out. We're in a different area. Well, thank you, Maddie, for joining us. It's been lovely. I know you're part of our uh, Sick Bird fam and you're connected with us there. And it's been nice to get to know you and welcome to Los Angeles again. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. This was fun. I uh, the, the checkout one, I'm going to think about that. I'm going to be more aware in the line of who's behind me. Yeah. Just, yeah, please, please do. Yeah. <laughs> 